Hello, I'm Joe Parra, and I've been trying to write my grandmother's obituary for a week now. It's tough. How do you condense a loved one's life into four or five sentences for the local newspaper? I started by making a list of things I know are absolutely true. She loved to bake, and she loved the film Gigi. She liked going for rides, and when visitors stopped by for coffee. And she loved, loved, loved the mother from Everybody Loves Raymond. I think she was funnier. There's so much more. It's just hard to put on paper what made her special. Like the sense of warmth she gave off, even when just talking on the phone with the cable company representative about how she couldn't get her remote to work. Which reminds me, I consider it one of my biggest failures that I could never teach her to use the DVD player. Believe me, I tried. These things are so small compared to what she meant to me. And even if I could sum her up with a single anecdote, I don't know if I'd want to. I suppose there is something comforting in it, that to get into the mining journal, you don't have to invent anything or commit an atrocity. You just have to live most of your life in Marquette, Michigan. It's enough. When you're gone, that's news. It's hard to write an obituary in the moment that you have to. With all the arrangements to be made, bank accounts to be closed, and people to call, I've hardly had the time or energy to write what my grandmother deserves. It would have been much easier to compose it in advance. Then again, that would be kind of sick, wouldn't it? I already feel like I let her down with what I brought to the wake three days ago. With the exception of the two cinnamon toaster waffles she ate every morning, my nana made everything from scratch. In a similar situation, she would have found the energy to make a kettle of sauce. I didn't do that. Nana had a lot of people who loved her. Mm-hmm. You hungry? There's a lot of stuff. I'm all right, thanks. Hi, Sue. Was your grandma 100 when she died? No, she was 93. That's still a really long time. It's true. Thanks, Kelsey. Sweetie, I'm so sorry. We're all going to miss Nana so much. Thanks, Carol. I have a meaning to call. I'm still working on the obituary, and I was wondering if there's anything you think I should include. Did she ever tell you about our late-night donut runs? No. How late? 11 o'clock. Really? I thought <laughs> she was always in bed by 10 o'clock. What kind would she get? 
coconut. Take care. What Carol said reminded me that there's so many things I didn't know about my grandmother. She had a hard life early on, and there was a lot she didn't tell me. She also tucked away a lot of worry. But when we were together, things were straightforward. Is life really that complicated? When you spend time with your grandmother watching Dancing with the Stars, you realize it doesn't have to be. And during the third commercial break, you get big bowls of cookie dough ice cream and bring them back into the living room with dish towels on your lap so you don't spill it on them. Sarah, I'm really trying to focus. I'm sorry. I just, I don't want it to go bad. I've got some mayonnaise and they've been out 11 hours, so. Okay. Stay. I'll, I'll get it. Have a nice time with Mike? Mm-hmm. Hey, come on, let's go outside. Uh, I'm Sarah Connor, and uh, let's, let's talk about um, edible and non-edible plants. So um, take um, lawn grass. Uh, it contains a high level of silica, which uh, definitely um, eats away at tooth enamel. Uh, still, I'd take it over kale. <laughs> um, rhododendron here, while being the beauty queen of the garden, uh, is highly deadly in just any part of this plant, and it could result in uh, drooling, violent vomiting, seizures, and eventually a slowing of the pulse. Uh, yeah, you know, if you, if you remember nothing else, memorize the following is not to eat. Uh, Jimson weed, hemlock, nightshade, acorn, hollyberries, mistletoe, uh, berry, daffodil. And, uh, any of those you want to stay away from because they could result in sudden death. Sarah, um, you can come back inside. I think I finished. Good. That's good. I'm proud of you. Steven Sawyer? Hey, Joe, may I come in? Of course. Please. Um, can I get you a cup of coffee or anything? Uh, no, I'm good, thanks. Steven Sawyer, editor of the Mining Journal in my house. I uh, wanted to stop by because, um, Joe, I wasn't able to publish your whole obituary. And to run it, we would have had to cut sports weather and world news. I understand. It was really good, though. I could tell your grandma had a really full life. She did. 
I hope you don't mind, but I edited it down to the typical length of an obituary, and we ran it, and I wanted to show it to you. Marquette, Michigan. Francis Nanapera passed August 5th, 2018, Marquette County Hospital, surrounded by close friends. A lifelong resident, she was an active member of the Catholic Church. Married to Joseph Paris Sr. on May 18, 1950, she is survived by her grandson, Joe. She loved donuts. This is nice. And everyone knows there's more to her than this. This is for high school classmates and neighbors so they don't, you know, send Christmas cards. Right. Well, I'll leave you alone. I wanted to say again what you wrote was really thorough, and I'm sure her friends and loved ones would want to read it if you'd share it with them. I will. Hi, Joe. I found this in the back of your fridge. Nana's meatballs. Eat them before they expire. Love, Sarah. <laughs>